Okay. I think that we are live here. Sorry about that mild delay, but welcome to the Playmakers Corner stream. Um, ignore the title. This is not a uh, season in review. This is actually a little bit of a draft preview slash recap here. Uh, as you can see on my screen, I have Trey McBride, who is, if you don't know, the Mackey Award recipient out of CSU, you know, a uh, a Ram for all intents and purposes, and somebody who's projected to go off of the NFL draft board today, and uh, somebody that we're going to get to talk about here as we kind of keep an eye on you know, this NFL draft and see where exactly that's going to go. I'm going to be keeping track of that, you know, while on this stream and hopefully announce, you know, when Trey McBride gets picked. So let's check out, make sure that we're all set up here. I know that the NFL draft is going to be happening right now. I'm not trying to watch the draft itself i just want to know who is chosen so also it's really weird malik willis is the thumbnail for rounds four through seven even though he's an earlier talent but you know all things football considered and whatnot uh, just want to keep track of the draft especially with a talent like trey mcbride who is you know based out of fort morgan high school and, uh, you know, we'll be a part of, uh, you know, an NFL team here sometime very soon. This is, I don't want to watch it, dude. Just let me, just let me keep track of the draft. But uh, anyways, we'll get into his story here in a second. And, you know, in the meantime, I'm just going to let you guys kind of enjoy the show. Um of some highlights that I found on YouTube. Uh, I don't own any of these videos or anything like that. Uh, they are just from YouTube. But, uh, you know, Trey McBride highlights is what we got on tap today to see kind of why he's been regarded as one of the top tight ends in the NFL and things like that. Um, NFL draft tracker. Okay. That's all I need at NFL.com. So, you know, I'm not really sure where he's going to land, but, uh, you know, I might have thought that he was going to be selected on day one, but uh, defense, defense, defense was the name of the game in wide receivers yesterday. But, uh, you know, he is also a really solid pass catcher and somebody whose film I look forward to kind of watching a little bit more in depth and maybe analyzing a little bit here and seeing, you know, why he's received such high, high grades. You know, we have looked at college players before. I actually broke down this, you know, CSU wide receiver last year who is on the practice squad for the Broncos. So, you know, we, we've looked at college talent before and kind of assessed it. We've compared kind of, you know, high school players to college players to see kind of what exactly that would look like and things like that. Oh, let me welcome everyone to the chat. live take and reaction to Trey McBride um, potential. There's a chance that he doesn't, but I'm pretty sure it'll be his draft day. So, you know, very excited for this. 
And being that we cover Colorado high school football and being that, you know, Fort Morgan was actually the 3A state champions this year and he is an alumni from Fort Morgan, it just gives us an excuse to kind of talk about what our talent looks like on the next level out of Colorado and how, you know, Trey McBride should be the first of many potentially great, you know, Colorado towns to make it to that next level. Now, it's not saying that he's the first, and there actually have been a lot of Colorado talents who have been in the NFL. So we'll kind of talk about that a little bit, and I'll also kind of react to draft picks and whatnot, and maybe do a little bit of research. I know that with the high school football season, I was able to pay a little less attention to college football than I may have liked, but we're going to start having a lot of players on this next level, uh, especially at places like CSU and CU and whatnot. So, you know, it's a never a bad thing to check in on some of these players and, um, you know, kind of what they are up to. So let's go ahead and take a look here. So we have these uh, Trey highlights and whatnot, but let's kind of dive into the history a little bit here of what exactly Colorado talent has looked like. Uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers are on the clock, by the way. I don't know if they'll draft him, but, uh, you know, it'd be worth a look. So over here on Pro Football Reference, we have, you know, kind of a tracker of active, from active players to less active players of people who have heralded from Colorado. So now I was kind of looking through this list a little bit, and I saw some familiar names like, you know, um, Alex Smith out of Denver. I didn't know him, you know, growing up and whatnot, but I did hear of him playing that tight end position. I'm pretty sure that he was even on the Niners for a second and, you know, had himself a pretty solid career here and whatnot. 1,400 yards, 13 touchdowns, not too shabby. And we have a bunch of, you know, receivers and stuff to kind of look at. Unfortunately, they don't put up lineman stats. But, I mean, we've had, and by we, I mean Colorado, we've been putting talent in the NFL since the very beginning. I mean, we have a player that played in 1921, 1924, and whatnot. And it looks like the best player out of that decade or, you know, out of this somewhat timeline in the early eras of football before it was the NFL that we kind of know a little bit more today. We had Dutch Clark here, 2,772 uh, receiving yards, 1,507 rushing yards, and overall, you know, 17 touchdowns over his career. Pretty solid there. And then we also have a Wizard White. And, uh, you know, maybe I'll go digging through some record books at some point and kind of find out what exactly that looks like. But, you know, continuing on with our little history lesson, uh, here out of this next batch, it kind of looks like, uh, oh, hey, I didn't know that uh, old Gary was out of Pueblo, Colorado. Um, guy who uh, caught for 2,100 yards and 23 touchdowns, uh, but mainly played on the defensive end side of the ball. Jumping forward here, we kind of have a lot of linemen that come out here. You know, you have a center, a D-tackle, a tackle out of Durango. So, you know... Uh, you see a lot of these programs or a lot of these towns produce people. Oh, hey, is this the first Fort Morgan guy here? I kind of want to check out more. Yeah, so it looks like this is the last guy to play in the NFL out of Fort Morgan specifically as their hometown uh, in the NFL. And he was drafted in 66 and played until 1971. Played in 60 games. So, but... Ignoring that and moving on to the 80s here, it looks like we had ourselves uh, Herman Hurd, who is a running back, had himself a pretty solid career. 
but it's once you start to get into the 90s and 2000s that I start to personally recognize some of these players. And just to kind of go over some of these guys here, you know, Lendale White, I don't know if you guys knew that he was from Colorado, but uh, I'm pretty sure he was over at Chatfield High School, if I'm not incorrect here. Let's see how much digging we can do. Um, doo -doo -doo -doo. Where did Lendale White go to high school? I'm like, pretty positive it's Chatfield. Yep, he went to Chatfield, who was actually the 4A champs this year. So another reason to talk about relevancy and whatnot. So Colorado has been producing NFL talent for quite some time. Um, it's not really surprising to some of us. I feel like there's even more talent that can make it into the NFL if it's not so overlooked and if the culture was a little bit more conducive as far as, you know, uh, pro football players and whatnot. In additional, uh, here, uh, James Thrash, a 3,600-yard career receiver. But jumping ahead, uh, Mike Bell, he actually even played for the Denver Broncos, and he hung out around here uh, quite a bit. And I want to say that even... Um, my pops got to ride motorcycles with him one time. So, you know, uh, the world gets a little bit smaller every day, but uh, still something cool to just kind of talk about. And the Bucks pick is in. So at, at any minute, I can start going ballistic and celebrate the Trey McBride draft. But uh, just wanted to kind of put some respect on Colorado talent here, give them a shout out, give them worthy praise and whatnot that uh, has so often been overlooked. Then obviously you have the... Um, recently deceased, rest in peace, uh, Vincent Jackson, who not only, you know, is from Colorado Springs, but actually played at Northern Colorado back when, I want to say it was back when it was Division II. Um, I'm not exactly sure when that transition happened, but out of Greeley, Colorado, an FCS school at maximum, a D2 school at minimum, drafted to the NFL to the San Diego Chargers at the time and lit it up for years before eventually going to Tampa Bay. And I mean, look, 57 touchdown catches, over a course of her career is pretty good. Big time red zone threat and a very notable name on this list. Uh, Mitch Unrein out of Eaton High School. Those were the 2A state champions this past year. Actually, back to back, so these past two years. And uh, while Mitch Unrein has, you know, a reception for a touchdown that was in a Denver Broncos uniform, and that was a touchdown catch from Peyton Manning. Go ahead and watch that play if you haven't. But uh, he was a defensive lineman for the most part. Uh, throughout his career and whatnot and uh, you know enjoyed a lengthy six years you know in the trenches and a handful of those I don't remember I don't recall any that weren't in a Denver Broncos uniform so you know the Broncos do a good job of keeping an eye on Colorado talent uh, especially you know you include uh, Capri Bibbs here he didn't really have a huge career for the Denver Broncos but I do recall following him in the preseason and him being you know a bit of a speed back and stuff like that we're finally making it into, you know, this past half decade here, and we are seeing the number just grow astronomically, especially amongst active players right now in Colorado. I mean, or from Colorado, I should say. And even ones who recently retired, like Ben Garland, big time lineman out of Grand Junction. I, he was, I don't think he was a Pro Bowl guy, but he was certainly, you know, somebody to, you know, take note of. And he did get plenty of snaps in his career here in Colorado. And the Buccaneers, by the way, they took Logan Hall, defensive end, out of Houston. So that means that uh, our boy Trey McBride is still on the board. The Vikings are picking. They have Irv, Irv Smith Jr., so I'm not necessarily sure if that is going to be their pick. But, uh, you know, 
we'll we'll stay tuned for sure and uh i'm very excited for when his name eventually gets called uh we're almost done wrapping up here to uh some of these past guys andrew wingard he actually played with one of our former co-hosts and now our you know college insider jesse booten at uh ralston valley here he's with the jacksonville jaguars i want to say and is kind of like a you know safety three nickel cornerback special teamer and whatnot so you know he and he just went to school in wyoming just up the road here um from fort collins where trey mcbride played and another member of the mountain west conference so more things to consider uh kaylin Bellage out of peyton which is a 1a school here in colorado uh you know it's not overwhelming career numbers but he has been an impact player and you know has been known to rip off some big plays here in the nfl we have obviously the running back out of cu philip Lindsay, lifetime broncos fan uh absolute dog when he was here in denver i'd love to bring him back as you know a potential rotational guy and you know an eventual thousand yard rusher for our denver broncos so a little bit of a hometown hero here uh jk scott i want to say that i don't know if he actually punted for us uh daniel carlson simon brings up this name all the time especially when he's trying to convince me to break down or look at kicker film that uh, you know daniel carlson was out of colorado springs i think he actually went to the same high school as simon at tca if i'm not mistaken if i am then well it is what it is very obviously one of the top running backs in the nfl when healthy christian mccaffrey he ran away with multiple state titles at valor christian high school and you know and that um you know he's been in the nfl since 2017 so he his high school career ended basically when mine was beginning but uh you know once again our college insider jesse i get to bring him up a little bit and throw him under the bus he actually got mossed on by Christian McCaffrey at one point. So, you know, at least you could say it was by, uh, you know, a Pro Bowl running back in the NFL. Fast forwarding here a little bit, you have, you know, Morgan Fox out of Fountain, who's been in the league for half a decade and has played 69 games. So that's nice. You got a tackle here. You got uh, Jordan Hicks, an outside linebacker, who's been in the league for almost 100 games. So, you know, some high volume contributors mike purcell he's a big time well i wouldn't say big time but he's a solid rotational defensive lineman as well nate solder i want to say he's a pro bowl lineman who's been in the league for about a decade now and uh he's played for the patriots and whatnot so he has uh super bowl rings and then the uh number one rated one here according to pro football reference is uh Calais campbell you should know him he played in arizona he played he plays currently in baltimore i want to say he's played in jacksonville and has been a menace on that defensive line being a very versatile defensive lineman and he grew up here in denver just in our own backyard but uh you know talking about that and let me check back up on the draft oh hey the packers traded up traded for the minnesota pick and they took a wide receiver oh hey look at that aaron Rodgers might not have a complete meltdown they took uh christian watson out of north dakota state but uh anyways this is a little slideshow from nfl.com talking about the top 10 players from colorado and i think it's talking about cu specifically but uh all right greg bikehart out of let's see he played for the raiders oh and the vikings that is tough that is tough but uh still played so whoa that got big 
Anyways, uh, Andrew, Andre, Andre, oh my lord, I know how to read. Andre uh, Garode here. He was a lineman for the Cowboys, five-time Pro Bowl selection. That's pretty sweet. Uh, Cordell Stewart. So this is players out of CU, the school. But, uh, you know, we'll take any college talent here as well. Uh, he played for the Steelers for a really long time, quarterback. I think that they tried to move him to receiver as well at one point. But, uh, you know, at, he made a Super Bowl appearance. So I am not even going to talk about Tom Brookshire. That is so old. We got an ad here. Mark Haynes, obviously playing for the Denver Broncos, so you love to see any in-talent stay in-state. Chad Brown, linebacker, Stan Brock. This list isn't what I thought it was going to be. And Cliff Branch. Okay, cool. So we're back to the Trey McBride show, and the Tennessee Titans pick is in. I'm trying to remember if they... I mean, they need pass catchers because of the A.J. Brown trade. Granted, they did get, uh, you know, Ole Burns out of uh, Arkansas yesterday in the draft. But uh, we will see how that uh, that entire trade kind of breaks down. But uh, anyways here, shout out to uh, Trey McBride here. I totally stole the photo from his Instagram. If you want to give him a follow, please do. Um, we followed him. And uh, he's going to be an NFL player. So go ahead and give the guy a follow. Looking sharp for uh, draft time and whatnot. Already getting those uh, deals in. Big spaghetti guy. Actually, I'm going to I'm going to play this because I haven't seen this yet. I'm going to pause our uh, stream music here and see what he has to say. Bride, Colorado State, tight end. And this is the fastest 40. Favorite food, spaghetti. Hero, Superman, Tom Brady, Goat, Wake Up Time, Early, Coach, Booth, Celebrity, LeBron James, Sneakers, Nike, Wordle, Game, Instagram, Picture, uh, Ring, Phone, Gritty, Jamar Chase, Video Game, Call of Duty, Draft, NFL, P, Pushing, uh, Spirit Animal, Cat, Love, Family, nickname, nice. uh, TikTok, <laughs> uh, short, movie, stepbrothers, style, swag, uh, combine. That's pretty good. I don't you know, know he I went got, through quite a few of those. That's not so. bad, yeah. Uh, thank you, NFL, for making that content. That is pretty dang funny and very enjoyable. By the way, the Titans took cornerback uh, Roger McCreary out of uh, Auburn. So uh, there's that. The Jets are now on the clock, and, you know, he'd be staying in green here if he was selected by the New York Jets. I mean, we already know kind of what he looks like in green and white, so uh, maybe they'll just keep it the same there. But, uh, you know, still stay in tune for that Trey McBride pick. He is going to be coming off the board at some point here. And, uh, you know, I'm going to go back to playing his highlights. Let's see, we were kind of watching these. This is a whole game against Vanderbilt. And, you know... Before I play this, on that NFL video, it didn't have a nickname here. So I'm going to ask you guys in the chat to give a nickname for Trey McBride heading into the NFL. Um, so I'm going to put uh, Trey McBride blinked on a nickname. So let's give him one on this stream. Put below... 
nicknames you think would sound good for Trey heading into the NFL. And I wonder if there are any nicknames for Trey McBride here. I don't really, I mean, I'm pretty sure Trey is a nickname. His name is probably like Trent or something. I'm not really sure, but uh, no, we'll see there. I don't see anything that has his name, but um, you know, we will just stay tuned. Let's see, the Jets pick is in. Hitting refresh over and over again. Playing the Trey McBride show, muting this so that it doesn't override where I'm at. But, uh, and the pick is still not fully announced. But, um, anyways, talking about Trey McBride and, you know, kind of his story here. No, I don't want a Motorola Edge or whatever the heck you got going on here. So, um, yeah. But, uh, you know, Trey McBride, we could talk about his time at CSU. I mean, he was an All-American. He was the John Mackey Award winner. And for those who don't know what the John Mackey Award is, you know, that is the award that's giving to the best tight end in the country, in the country. And it's presented by some company, Nissan or uh, Nassau or, or whatever. But, uh, you know, he won the John Mackey Award. So he was named the best tight end in the nation and he's a very pro-ready tight end, I think. I mean, when you look at his size and frame, he's an absolute behemoth at, you know, it's like 6'4", 240 pounds and whatnot. But, uh, you know, it's been known for a while that he is a beast, you know, both like in on the high school level as well as in college. And he put up the numbers this year to back that up. Okay, the Jets and Texans pick is in, and it has not announced it to me yet. What are they going to pick, Trey? Okay, we're still waiting to hear exactly what that looks like. But uh, also, if he fell to the Broncos, today would be a great day, and I would go put on my Peyton Manning shirt or jersey. But, uh, you know, Trey McBride, just to kind of break it down a little bit here, Let's go ahead and take a look at kind of what scouts and prospects were looking at and thinking, you know, in his high school years. So this is his promotional video here for him out of high school. And, you know, while that's being kind of uh, read off, I'm just going to go over, you know, his recruiting profile and things like that here. Uh, it's only a short, like one minute little uh, clip here to kind of build him up but you know six foot four 240 pounds he was already pro-sized coming out of fort morgan high school and this i wanted to break down his high school film but uh unfortunately it was private so i mean you got a pancake there he's just bigger stronger it's not a blind side that player is just mad that he got blocked so we got a kind of drag here that he pushes upfield. nice route all right this is back with Fort Morgan looking way more run heavy. All right, little flood concept, and he's up the sideline, and goodbye. Uh, Brush, you know, once again competing against this uh, Fort Morgan squad. Oh, here he is on the defensive side of the ball with a punt blocker on special teams, I should clarify. All right, 
And wow, this actually puts together quite a bit here. And uh, probably the same things that I was just going to read off of Max Preps myself. The Jets took a running back, Brees Hall, out of uh, Iowa State, by the way. So now the Texans have a chance to choose Trey McBride. Maybe a new favorite target for Davis Mills. But, uh, you know, here we got a pause. He's uh, rated a three-star on 247. And it looks like ESPN also had him rated as a three-star. And... You know, while it does note that he did have carries, you know, 64 carries for 360 yards and all those touchdowns, all those three touchdowns came his senior year of high school. His receiving workload was by far the more reliable and consistent kind of benchmark throughout his career. You know, here they have uh, the 89 catches for 1,700 yards and 23 scores. And then it goes on to list, you know, all of his defensive stats. But I just want to kind of break down what his receiving kind of totals look like throughout the years and so as a freshman he you know it said that he played in 13 games it kind of looks like maybe he was a bit more on maybe the defensive side of the ball as you know he racked up uh 62 tackles as a freshman so you know he was contributing as an end slash defensive lineman which why wouldn't you have him play both ways first off it's 3a ball so you don't really have the huge numbers of 5a schools and he's an incredible talent and, you know, as a freshman, recording those 62 tackles, um, getting a sack, well, one and a half sacks, I should say, as a freshman, and, you know, recording an interception and recovering a fumble with three pass deflections on the defensive side of the ball, he was definitely on the map. You know, like, hey, this freshman made some huge impact plays. This would be somebody that, you know, maybe Simon and I would take a look at and be like, hey, is this a potential newcomer of the year because of everything that he was able to do on the defensive side of the ball? Wasn't really asked to do too much on the offensive side of the ball, but maximized his opportunities on only five receptions going for 83 yards and two scores. That's scoring 40% of the time that you catch the ball. That's insane. By the way, the Texans took a safety, uh, Jalen Petrie out of Baylor. Uh, Falcons pick is in. They already have Kyle Pitts, so I don't think that they would choose Trey McBride here. And they picked Drake London in the first round with the eighth pick. And Calvin Ridley will be back sometime, probably, whenever that suspension's over. So, you know, that'll all balance itself out. But uh, back to Trey McBride here. Scored two touchdowns on only five receptions as a freshman. And you could see, like, a spark, one could say, for where he could potentially go as an NFL player. But... Moving on to his sophomore year, this was more of his breakout year on the offensive end. He racked up 22 receptions for 453 yards as well as nine touchdowns, and he averaged 20 yards per reception, which would be his second highest total throughout his high school career. And I mean, just ridiculous, just monstrous, honestly, in uh, you know the attempts and efforts that he's been given, and ripped off a long of 48 yards. Now, on the defensive side of the ball, his production did not slow down. It also increased, so he was overall just becoming a better player. He collected 84 tackles, 23 of those for loss. So you're looking at someone, while he's making plays on the offensive side of the ball, he's also looking like a next-level defensive end. So CSU is kind of faced with, you know, or, or any scouts that are watching him through the sophomore year are potentially faced with a bit of a dilemma here as he's just able to make plays on both sides of the ball. On top of that, you know, collecting four interceptions 
showing off those hands potentially at a linebacker spot and, you know, uh, recovering three fumbles and blocking punts and getting sacks. You know, Trey McBride was just an overall beast for this Fort Morgan squad and at this point could be called a star. He could be called a, a star at this point, being in the class of 2017. Or was that 2018? Class of 2018. Wow, this guy is a year younger than me. That's tough. Um, ignoring my existential crisis here, Trey McBride, you know, officially had himself on radars and, you know, proved himself capable of succeeding on both ends of the ball and then took that up even one more notch the next year, his junior year, in that 16-17 uh, season where he caught for 750 yards, 11 touchdowns, so a career high in touchdowns, at least on the high school level, on 32 receptions, and increased his average yards per reception to 23.5 yards per reception. Wowie! Wowie! But, uh, you know, proving himself on the offense side of the ball to be a consistent true threat at the tight end position. This is when I think he starts getting looked at for, you know, the 17U, 18U teams working out in Indiana and California and stuff like that. So, you know, getting these national opportunities to really make a name for himself as well as, you know, showing himself as a legitimate next level prospect. And so furthermore, you know, I'm just going to close out his defensive stats. Uh, his junior year, he you know, put up another 124 tackles, so a career high in tackles, 30 tackles for loss, uh, recorded a career high seven and a half sacks, picked up another two interceptions, and also recovered a fumble. People stopped throwing his direction so much, I think, after his four interception, 11 pass deflection season. Also very well-kept stats on Fort Morgan's behalf. This is part of what makes their program so good to play for, is that they also take care of their players here. So uh, there's that. Checking back in on the draft here, just making sure that I haven't missed anything because the Falcons pick has been in for a minute. Oh my goodness, this pick has been traded for for like four times. Fire times, it's been traded for fire times. But uh, going on, on his, well, okay, I'm going to keep playing highlights of his while I'm reading out these numbers and stats and his story a little bit here. But, you know, his senior year, it looks like he only plays six games here. So a lot of his produ production goes down. But, you know, his receptions remain somewhat high. He still records 30 receptions in only six games for 450 yards and a score. And, you know, other things kind of take a dip here. But, that, but by that point, the damage has already been done. He's been rated as a three-star. And, you know, he gets a handful of of offers here and looking at his recruiting profile i'll show you guys here in a second because he does look significantly younger which makes sense you know given that he was in high school when this was made uh class 2018 but it looks like you know he had an offer from wyoming which totally makes sense because it's literally right there university of northern colorado so drats he could have been a bear he had an offer from navy kansas state cu Cal, NCSU, and then he also had interest from Nebraska, but did not get an offer. And boy, do they got to be kicking themselves in the butt here. And maybe Grant Page is going to be the next, you know, story of a guy who is going to go to Nebraska, ends up at a Colorado school, and just lights it up and maybe goes to the NFL. But uh, not projecting that far out for uh, one of my favorite playmakers of this past season, but talking about Trey McBride, you know, 
He was recruited by Joe Cox and uh, Marty English. And, you know, I think that he proves himself very significantly. Uh, he, Fort Morgan, look, they have a lot of guys who just have insane work ethic. And Trey McBride is no exception from that. And I think that's why you're able to see him do such a good job. I mean, look at this. He's getting double and triple covered here. And we're going to see, you know, this kind of uh, play. Hmm. That's some pretty good defense, honestly. But uh, And maybe this is where I'll kind of break down his film and see if I can give him an overall grade for uh, the NFL draft. Granted, we haven't had the rubric system for looking at draft prospects quite yet. But before jumping into that, here he is in all of his glory. Hopefully, uh, this don't... Uh, Hopefully it's not too embarrassing. Also, the Falcons took um, an edge rusher out of Penn State. So, still waiting on Trey McBride. Up next is the Bears, and they have uh, Cole Komet. So, I don't think that they're going to draft another tight end. Following that are the Seattle Seahawks with back-to-back -back picks. Uh, one of those being from the Denver Broncos in the Russell Wilson trade. So, you know, it could be a second. The New York Giants do have the 11th pick in this round, and they just let Evan Ingram walk. And Trey McBride would be an upgrade over Evan Ingram, in my opinion. But uh, here it is, all, in all of his glory. 6'4", 240, three-star, uh, you know, from Fort Morgan, played at CSU. Get out of my way. Uh, this is kind of his timeline here. Ugh. Let's just Let's just check out the whole thing. Let's see his story here. So CSU was the first one to offer him, so that only makes sense. Sometimes being the first to offer is how you win and keep these in-state guys in-state. So that's why anytime you hear us harassing CU or CSU, hey, why doesn't this guy have an offer? Why doesn't this guy have an offer? Maybe it's because you're not pulling the trigger fast enough and getting them on you know, your draft board and whatnot. But uh, offer by CSU first. So this is where the interest from Nebraska comes from, I assume, is when they're invited to the camp. But then offer 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 and so at the time you know looking at four offers here and uh maybe even some more and whatnot he eventually does commit to colorado on my birthday wow so when i turned um 18 yeah when i turned 18 no 19 when I turned 19, uh, Trey McBride was announcing his commitment to CSU while I was at Northern Colorado. So this would actually have been bad news um, if the CSU and UNC matchup had gone off as it was supposed to over these past few years. But anyways, um, you know, eventually signs, commits, and whatnot. Um, really glad that he fortunately doesn't leave us uh, when going into the transfer portal, stays home in CSU, toughs it out during this weird kind of COVID time that's going on and whatnot. But, uh, you know, weathers the storm. Oh my gosh, he was so young. Weathers the storm here to, you know, eventually be an NFL prospect. So, you know, all all good things come to those who wait, showed, showed some good patience and whatnot, and eventually, you know, uh, earned himself all this clout and whatnot. Let's see, what's on his story today? Buffalo Wild Wings. All right. That's a good way. That's how I'd have my draft, honestly, is just at home eating some wings. But uh, 
you know, let's go ahead and play some of these senior highlights while I read off some of his collegiate accomplishments. So, oh, let's go ahead and get that diving catch there. But uh, anyways, oh my gosh, I'm going to be so distracted when I'm trying to talk about other things whenever his film is playing because of just the monster that he is at the tight end position. He's going to be such a good selection. Um, but anyways, you know, talking about what he was able to accomplish on the field for CSU outside of what you are seeing actively right now, you know, uh, he saw some action, you know, um, for, for the Rams as a freshman, uh, getting two rushing attempts for three yards. Uh, those might've been screen plays. I'm not really sure what those looked like, but I mean, you know, over his first two years at CSU in 2019 and in 2020, you know, in kind of weird times, weird seasons, he collected 67 receptions for, I want to say that's 890 yards, eight touchdowns, and, you know, uh, that that was the gist. And, you know, I'd say that those are respectable numbers in, in the Mountain West and whatnot, especially considering everything that was happening. So, um, God, look at this catch. That, like outside of his toes here like his toes are out of bounds but this is almost an NFL catch here which is really good considering that he was really allowed to kind of take over and do his thing his senior year of high school being you know this past year where he racked up 90 receptions for 1,121 yards and a score so you know the 90 receptions is more receptions than his first two seasons combined the 1121 yards is more receiving yards than the year than the previous two years combined his college career combined i should say and you know his first thousand yard season as a receiver so really coming into his own here and uh making a name for himself um sorry i just saw uh tanner arkin here and that's a very familiar but, uh, you know, Trey McBride obviously made a lot of defenders angry, just has an insane combination of speed, size, and strength, and, you know, uh, made lots of play. Look at that. Uh, God, if he can stay on his feet just a little bit longer, he'd have a lot more touchdowns this senior year. But, uh, you know, defenses are obviously probably keying in on him after a few weeks. And, uh, wow, it has his weight listed at 260 pounds now. So a lot more stout and uh, probably good for the NFL, seeing as how the level of abuse can go up pretty drastically once you hit this NFL level of football. But all of this being said, let's go ahead and take a look at a scouting report here for Trey McBride here and see kind of what, you know, analysts and what not think of him and then i'd like to you know kind of watch his film and see what i can gather from his highlights at least so DraftKings, the colorado nfl and it looks like this will go over his combine and everything like that too so all right so bench press this is with 225 how many reps he got he got 18 reps doesn't look like he ran a 40 yard dash at the nfl combine but he may have still ran one 
at Pro Day, uh, vertical of 33, broad jump of 117, and Next Gen Stats has him rated at an 85 as good. An overall prospect grade at a 6.31, which means will eventually be plus starter. So let's check it out. McBride excelled, and this is an analysis from NFL.com, by the way. This is in no way Playmaker's corner analysis here, but this is what they have to say. McBride excelled in three sports at Fort Morgan High School. This is true because he played football, basketball, and I think baseball as well. So, earning all Colorado honors in football. There's the football. Setting the school record for points scored in basketball, and there's actually a picture of him doing it. I want to say it was like a dunk or a layup doing so. As well as most home runs and RBIs for the baseball squad. Yeah, and I think he was... His positions listed on max preps, at least, were outfielder and catcher. So, very involved in school and in sports and this is another you know one of those things where it's like hey if you can play multiple sports look i know a lot of football coaches will push to play you know like track and field and whatnot but i mean look he played basketball that's got to be good for his verticality and you know he played baseball because he enjoyed it so just being a multiple sport athlete being participation based you know with your school and with your community that goes a long way so um let's keep reading his decision to stay near home for college paid off his true freshman year as he started five of 12 games played seven for 89 12.7 yards and a touchdown well thank you espn for misleading me a little bit here uh mcbride was a first team was a first team all mountain west conference pick as a sophomore uh those four touchdowns like i said 45 receptions 560 yards i talked about it in two different years but just kind of combined it 11 starts and a second team selection his junior year being, you know, the 22 receptions for 230 and 44 touchdowns in four starts. So that's where the 890 comes from and the 67 receptions and the eight touchdowns over those two years is just combining those two numbers. He considered transferring before the Mountain West decided to play a shortened fall season due to COVID-19 concerns. Um, Rams fans were happy McBride stayed for 2020 and 2021. So there's the story of his uh, transfer. I assumed that it had something to do with COVID. So there's that. Um, when he won the John Mackey Award as the nation's best tight end. This is the most recent news. Congratulations to him. Um, the first team Associated Press, so AP, All-American, and All-League Selection, ranked ninth in the country with 90 receptions and led the team with 1,121 yards, setting school career records in both categories. Check that out. Uh, despite only scoring once through the air on the final play of his collegiate career, he ran a fake punt 69 yards for a score against Nevada. Nice. That is the perfect ending to end your college uh, career. And it looks like this analysis was done by Lance Zerlein, uh Round 2 comparison, which is where we are watching this right now. And uh, let's check in on this draft, actually, make sure that I haven't missed it. So... The Seahawks just took an edge rusher out of Minnesota with the Denver Broncos pick. That's fine. We'll take Russell Wilson. And uh, their next pick is in, and the Colts are on the clock. So eyeballing this Giants pick here at number 11 to see if they step up and do something like that. Or, you know, the Ravens having traded Hollywood Brown here and maybe getting some of their running backs here. I know that they have Mark Andrews and they have some depth at tight end, but uh, they need pass catchers at the end of the day. And if they have to draft another tight end who can run block as well as, you know, catch the ball pretty well, this is not a bad place to get it. I also don't think he'd be a bad fit for the Lions, um, even though they have TJ Hawkinson, so maybe not so much. Uh, the Commanders, I'm blinking. Their tight ends are constantly unhealthy. 
So, um, but I think that they have more pressing concerns in the secondary and whatnot. So we'll see what they do with that pick. Then you have the Bears again, the Saints, the Chiefs, the Eagles. I'm just going to read through the entire draft order for the second round. The Steelers, that's not even a bad landing spot in Pittsburgh. Get Kenny Pickett, a nice sturdy uh, target to, you know, kind of be a security blanket for the next couple of years, as well as somebody who can run block for that young running back that you have there in uh, Najee Harris. So there's that. Then uh, the Vikings, Patriots, Cardinals, Cowboys, Bills, Falcons, Vikings, Buccaneers, 49ers, Chiefs, Bengals, and the Broncos with the last pick in the second round. And if he falls to us, that would be fantastic for our economy here. Um, <laughs> for us, as the Denver Broncos. But uh, anyways, oh, the most recent pick is in. And the Seahawks selected Kenneth Walker III out of Michigan State. So there's that. But let's go ahead and take a look here into, you know, his overview. Two-way tight end with the size, strength, and ball skills to help impact games in line and space. McBride has room for improvement at the point of attack, but possesses the thickness and determination of a true inline blocker. He'll need to improve his angles and play strength to even out the wins and losses against NFL competition. McBride lacks top end speed and quickness into the route, but he can snap off route breaks and has the body control and sticky hands to win contested catch battles. Which we saw some of that in his film, where, you know, maybe he doesn't create a lot of separation, but he has very strong hands to make some of those tough catches. So I can see that. Uh, long athletes could suffocate his catch space if he doesn't play with more physicality and aggression during the route. McBride is solid in all phases and should appeal to every team looking for a combination tight end with early starting potential. Strengths. Excellent weight distribution and thickness in his frame. So talking about frame already. Uh, takes pride in blocking and puts in the effort. You know, that's kind of a big deal because a lot of tight ends, especially those more athletic ones that, you know, played basketball in college as well, who are just freak athletes, maybe they don't want to block as much. But Trey McBride looks forward to getting those pancakes. And I mean, you've even seen it in his high school film that he's not afraid to push someone down. So uh, adequate footwork to get in and out of short routes. And you can hear like capable of helping in pass protection. That's huge. And that would, you know, hurt him good marks as far as you know our blocking categories go and whatnot and you can hear you know some of this analysis and instead of strengths you know we just call this areas of improvement and then we'd say you know what they do wrong and how we would recommend to fix it so maybe we'll give that treatment here with his you know uh areas of improvement here but you can hear us talk about some of these things talk about precisiveness and route running talk about what they're able to do in the blocking game talk about you know their focus and their catching ability and whatnot. So uh, adequate footwork to get in and out of short routes. That's fantastic to hear that he can make those quick cuts and whatnot. Uh, decent separation snap at the top of the route, but you know we'll see what he has to say about separation here in a second. Squares to in breaking throws and able to pluck throws behind him. So, you know, being able to make sure that he has his hands in the right position and is facing the ball, facing the quarterback and catching that ball while also being able to make some catches behind you. I don't usually cut too much slack for passes that aren't quite on the money, but when you have a Trey McBride, his catch radius is a little bit bigger. He gives you a bigger bit of a box to open up to and to aim for, including being able to reach back for those passes. Um, intensifies focus and traffic, so he just has decent catch and traffic is all that means. Hands are big, efficient, and sticky. Good hands. Strong hands, even. Uh, hand strength to finish catches through heavy contact. So, you know, this would kind of be in our contested catch or our jump ball slash verticality kind of category. 
and then athletic run after catch talent here. Um, that just means that you can make plays after catching the football. Weaknesses. Ducks head into contact as run blocker. So just keeping those eyes up is all that they're saying that he really needs to do. Um, this is something that I feel like happens, especially when you're stronger than maybe some of the competition that you're going against. And at 6'4", 260 pounds, I mean, there's just not a lot of people who are built like that, especially if he's blocking, you know, like edge rushers or linebackers. I feel like that weight is going to give him quite an advantage, at least here in the Mountain West. And so that's why he may tend to just put his head down and just drive them uh, because maybe technique doesn't matter as much. Uh, needs to keep working feet for positioning after contact. Inexperienced as an outside zone blocker. So that may be a concern depending on what scheme is looking to pick him up because there are, you know, a handful of uh, zone blocking schemes in the NFL. So, you know, granted the, you know, Niners have George Kittle at the tight end position. That's something where maybe they'd be a little bit concerned about that, even though Kyle Shanahan could take like Nathan Peterman and have him throw at least as many TDs as interceptions and turn skill players into gods. But um, takes inconsistent angles in attempting to secure the lane. We can kind of see this in ways that, you know, he can get caught from behind and whatnot. Uh, only one touchdown on 90 total catches in 2021. Context is important, but that is something that can be noted. Low average early speed to threaten Y seam. So, you know, maybe not the first choice to have to split, you know, like a cover two look or something. Uh, needs better physicality inside his route. So going against those linebackers, especially on the NFL level, you could expect him to get banged up a little bit in the middle here and, you know, be brought, be met with some aggressiveness over the middle here. Let's check back up on the draft and make sure that we haven't missed anything because I do not want to miss the announcement of his pick. And Washington, or Minnesota is still taking a minute to announce their pick. Uh, his tendency has tendency to slow feet through ball tracking downfield. We'll keep an eye on that. Uh, allows too much trespass into his catch base. We could kind of see this in that Vanderbilt film where, you know, he's not necessarily like boxing out super well or, you know, being a bit more physical as far as shrugging guys off of him. Slightly below average catch radius, even though he can catch behind him. Interesting. But, uh, all right, this is from some NFC East team or just NFC team. A good hybrid Y slash U tight end. I think he'd be a really good tight end two and a tight end one for some teams. He, a lot of people have called him the number one tight end in the draft. And, um, you know, I I think that's an excellent point to bring up. I want to uh, go ahead and play this game, talk about some of his backstory here, or play this clip, I should say, talking about some of his backstory and, you know, how this is, uh, you know, to hear this out of Fort Morgan, I was a little bit surprised, but uh, he has um, same-sex parents. So let's go ahead. Uh, how being raised by same-sex parents helped propel Trey McBride to the NFL. And let's go ahead and have everything reboot for some reason. That's awesome. And let's go ahead and turn this up. This is the first time I'm watching this as well. He always said he was going to play in the NFL ever since he was a little kid. So I just trusted that that's what he was going to do. I mean, when Trey says he's going to do something, he does it. Trey McBride, big pickup. He was great. He was just a natural. The kid uh, could do anything. What I'm going to do is I'm actually going to put this link here. 
in our chat. Anyways, we're going to start this from from the beginning and enjoy it. Thank you, uh, NFL, for providing this. He always said he was going to play in the NFL ever since he was a little kid. So I just trusted that that's what he was going to do. I mean, when Trey says he's going to do something, he does it. Trey McBride, big pickup. He was great. He was just a natural. The kid could do anything and do it well. I mean, he broke all kinds of records. I just remember wanting to be an NFL player and to have that in the grasp of my hands is just so special. I mean, give the guy the Mackey Award for top tight of the nation, am I right? Trey definitely recognizes what a catch. he's had success and it didn't take a man oh, in the household to, to do that. You put whatever you like in it. Welcome to Fort Morgan, Colorado, lettuce, rest of the world. <laughs> What's important is that he's living his dream and he's going to be happy. And that is a weird as an meal, aside, dude, he has sorry. two women for parents. I was really super excited to have everybody together. But we didn't do anything different. We just, we had kids, we loved them, we supported them. I have a very unique family in a lot of different ways. I have two female parents. It's very cool. I'm, I'm very proud of it and something that is just normal to me. They've been supportive, they've been loving, caring to not only me, but, but all of my siblings. And I'm just blessed to have them as parents. We moved from a bigger city. People in that bigger community were like, I don't know if you guys are gonna like living in Fort Morgan. It's a small community. You guys are gonna that have problems. Fort Morgan, Colorado is a, about an hour east of Denver. We're on the Eastern Plains. Small community, very conservative, very traditional. My parents were some of the first gay or lesbian people out here. When we came to town, everyone kind of knew it and it spread pretty quickly as news does in small towns. One time, Trey was in class and he came home and told us that his teacher stood him up in front of the class and said, hey, Trey, why don't you tell the class what it's like to have two moms? And Trey said, well, what is it like to have a dad? He's like, I don't know anything different. I don't know if he ever let it bother him because I just think he went out and did his thing. We had a great group of parents and Jen and Kate were foundation to it having all the boys in sports, everything you meet, you know, all the moms and the dads and you're all kind of together and they kind of just, oh, you know, they're, you know, they're just regular people. They were great, they were supportive. You know, I think I can count on my hands how many sporting events they've missed in my whole life. <laughs> Sit down, love the Fort Morgan highlights, but. This is a room, kind of a lot of different things thrown Whoa. everywhere. Just what he was able to put on tape and put on the stats. Undisputed number one tight end, and that's really what he wanted. This one means, uh, you know, probably the most, okay. probably the heaviest. Hold and, up. I want to go back room, to that helmet. Kind of a lot of Let's <laughs> film breakdown. How about uh, room breakdown, Trey McBride edition? This is the room. All right. Room, kind of a What do we got here? So CSC stuff. A lot of different things thrown everywhere. Just what he was able to put on tape and put on the stats. Okay. What is this here? That looks like, okay, there's very obviously a, man, can I turn the brightness up on this? That is very obviously, um, well, I want to say that might be like an Eaton sticker. 
It's undisputed. But that is a Roosevelt sticker for sure. I don't want to say that's a Cherry Creek sticker. There might be a Delta sticker. There's some interesting stickers on this helmet is all I'm going to say. And uh, I feel like that's kind of like his trophy helmet. If I had to take a guess, I'd love to hear more on uh, on the Trey McBride helmet thing. Number one tight end, and that's really what he wanted. This one means, uh, you know, probably the most, probably the heaviest, and um, you know, my Mackey Award. Um, this is this is awesome. What a normal guy. Trey's being interviewed right now, like fake interviewed. So we're gonna walk in. I'm gonna tell him that he won the award. What would it mean for you to cap your career by winning the Mackey? to know that that meant you were the best tight end in the country. Uh, I really, really hope emotional. that I can do that because it, it just shows that it doesn't matter really where you're from, that really anything, anything's possible. Yeah. Trey, oh. you won the Mackey Award. Oh, oh man. <laughs> <laughs> you love to see it. How can you not root for this guy? Yeah, I'm gonna check up on the draft to make sure that he hasn't slipped past. Very us. emotional moment, you know, um, to bring this award back and to win this, to be where I'm from is is very cool and something very special. So oh, I'm honored to, to bring this reactions. award back to, to Fort Morgan and the community and, and things like that. It's awesome. I think the whole community just gets a ton of pride out of, you know, seeing him be successful. I think whoever drafts him is gonna be sorry, a little emotional. Me too, coach. Me be too. Very happy with the kind of kid that he is. I think it's a great opportunity where people may watch multiple games on that not field feel this comfortable past year. coming out and, and telling their story. So for me, it's just kind of a platform for me to, you know, let everyone know it's okay. It's just normal. If Trey can give kids hope that you know have two dads or two moms or a grandma or whatever's raising them, you know, that just keep living your dream, then that's great. That's amazing. All right, so back in, you know, the some... Best tight end. Oh, my Lord, that got loud. Uh, back in some news from the NFL, we have not heard Trey McBride's name announced yet, but uh, the Vikings took Andrew Booth out of Clemson, and the Giants took a wide receiver out of Kentucky, uh, that Robinson kid. So uh, you know, now we have the Texans, um, who... Honestly, Trey McBride probably wouldn't be a bad pick here, especially since they've shored up their offensive line in their secondary. But being that Lovey Smith is a defensive coach, maybe we don't quite see him yet um, on this list. But uh, then they we have the Ravens, Lions, and Commanders following that. But uh, we will still continue to cover this until at least the end of the second round and uh, hopefully get to call Trey McBride's name. Well, we don't get to call the name, I should clarify. But, uh, no, we wait eagerly here for this stud. Dude, let's just... <laughs> it just happens like this sometimes. Retweet that. But, anyways, uh, if you haven't already, make sure to follow at MCB Trey for McBride. And, uh, you know, go ahead and find him. It's literally phonetic here on uh, Instagram. So, there's all that. What a fun guy here from this uh, fastest 40 thing and uh, awesome story too. you know, something that I think we have tried to do 
is contextualize things from time to time. And, you know, sometimes it's for better and sometimes it's for worse where it's like, okay, you've accomplished this, but what about this drawback? Or, you know, they maybe have only accomplished this, but these are some other factors that we have to talk about. And, you know, Playmaker's Corner, we're here for the players. And, you know, if there's ever a story that we feel could be shared or, you know, can help people out. I mean, one of my favorite interviews on this show was with uh, Q Jones out of Fountain Fort Carson High School because, you know, he was somebody who went through a major injury and missed a lot of time and then bounced back to eventually become a Division One running back over at Dartmouth in the Ivy League. So, you know, anytime we can share stories or share things of overcoming, then, you know, it's it's for reasons like this where it's an inspiration and people can feel like, you know, maybe not so alone. So hopefully you, the listeners or you, the viewers can take something away from Trey McBride's story and apply it to yourselves, whether that's, you know, that it doesn't matter where you come from, uh, you can ball or it doesn't matter who's raising you and whatnot. And don't let those things, don't let those things hold you back. I should say now your surroundings can influence your attitude as well as, you know, maybe your drive and whatnot. That's got to come from within you. Okay, and, uh, you know, I'm going to people know who I'm talking about and when I'm talking about and where I'm talking about. But anyways, here, I'm going to go ahead and play. Let's see. We haven't gone through all of these yet, have we? Is this the same one? Let's look up some more Trey McBride highlights. <laughs> Season highlights. Oh, let's go ahead and look up his senior bowl. Ah, he caught one from Desmond Ritter. Check that out. Let's go ahead and watch this. Let's see. This is on the Giants website. Interesting. Interesting, considering that they didn't take him. But anyways. No, NFL, leave me alone. You guys have my soul during the fall outside of Colorado High School football. So just deal with it. Did you highlight that? I will let Simon know. All right, let's check, 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 check it out. All right, let's find Trey before this play starts. Let's see here. Where is he? Okay, so he was working. Okay, so he was the like tight end over here and then comes across here on a boot play. All right. And just has that guy bounce off of him. Gets mic'd up here. You'll love to see the excitement. And this doesn't count on the statistics, but you can get him in the end zone if you're really worried about it. So cool, cool, cool. Let's see. Do we get a slow motion replay from the Reese's senior bowl? Okay, they even highlighted him, so I didn't even have to do that. Force of habit from uh, watching high school film. But anyways, yep, then whoop, just does a quick little cut there. Free, super free. Cornerback waited for him to come to him rather than go make a play on him. But anyways, okay, let's exit out of uh, Kayvon Thibodeau, even though he is a fantastic talent. Um, Trey McBride, highlight. I tried looking for high school highlights for a very long time. I'm really sorry that I couldn't find any. I legitimately was trying really hard, guys. So, um, 
I, you can't say that I didn't try. But uh, let's see here. I'm not really liking any of these. Maybe we'll check out that interviews and highlights compilation here at some point. Oh, 2019 highlights? Sure, why not? Let's go ahead and check it out. Whoa, check this out. From uh, Striker Sports, I guess. Wow, sick edits. And uh, this is going to go on for a few minutes. And in the meanwhile, I'm going to read this article from the Coloradan titled Five Things to Know About Colorado State Football NFL Draft Prospect Trey McBride. This is written by Kevin Little, who is based out of uh, Port Collins. So if anyone would know, it would be him. Um, so let's check it out. Uh, Meet the McBride family. Raised by Kate and Jen. We watched a little video on that. And then he has a twin brother, Dylan McBride, a younger sister, Taya, and his oldest brother is Bryce McBride. Um, and then uh, Toby as well. So Toby McBride also played at CSU. So uh, he was a defensive lineman from 2016 to 2021. And, uh, you know, he, he had a little bit of problem with injuries and whatnot, but, uh, you know, over his time at CSU, 10 and a half sacks, 23 and a half tackles for loss, 111 total tackles. So, you know, the McBride bros were, you know, playing games and, uh, popping off here in Fort Collins. Let's check this out. That's a low throw that he's able to corral in. He's kind of looking at that guy for too long, but I mean, rips off the rest of the yards for a touchdown. So that's pretty sweet. Fresno state. That's some solid talent too. Um, multi-sport star we've read through this um highest scoring basketball player at fort morgan um and uh you know also a baseball player that's what i was going to say oh check it out we have uh in basketball he averaged 15 and 9.2 for his career uh the 9.2 being rebounds and uh, his senior year averaged 18.6 per game, 9 rebounds, 2.8 steals, and 1.9 blocks. God damn. And uh, left as the leader in points with 1,334. So there is that. What a catch. What a catch. I can't wait to watch through all of this with the rubric. Uh, baseball, 452 hitter, 23 homers, 117 RBIs in 77 games. Uh, All-time leader as a senior. So, uh, yeah. Um, he's also in CSU. I don't think I mentioned this. He was the first unanimous All-American in school history. Um, he has a school record for career catches with 164 and yards for a tight end with 2,100. And uh, set the school records, which we did talk about in single season catches and yards for a tight end. And he is a two-time All-Mountain West first team and one-time All-Mountain West second team. So... You have all that going for him as well. Let's check back in on our draft here and make sure we haven't missed him. Yeah, the Ravens took an edge rusher, so that's kind of what I thought that was going to happen here. Well, not, I just didn't think it was going to be Trey McBride. But anyways, oh, hey, I wrote down his film last year. Uh, shout out to Jerome Jackson. You know who you are. Um, let's see. Uh, this fact says Colorado State's tight end history continues. Um, all right, Joel Dreesen was a graduate of Fort Morgan High. I don't know why he didn't pop up. And I know that he played at CSU and eventually came to the Broncos later in his career and uh, even had 
either has or had a radio show on 104.3 The Fan and uh, has been a pretty uh, supportive guy of his, you know, a pretty supportive guy for uh, Trey McBride's story to the NFL. All right. Thanks for filling us in here. What else do we got here? Nation's best tight end. One minute, one minute. Do, do, do. Eight minutes. I want to open this because eventually I will want to see the combination of uh, interviews and highlights. Just because, you know, when you are being drafted by the NFL, the things that you say and do matter even more so than... Um, even more so than your play sometimes. You'll see people slide down on on draft boards because, you know, maybe they have some character concerns or uh, motivation issues or whatever. Oh, hey, this guy is just doing what we're doing, but he did it in March instead of on draft day. Lame. Uh, just kidding. No disrespect. I have no idea who that guy is. Hey, thank you for all the scouting reports, but I want to watch more highlights. So... Is that that's the article that I'm currently reading right now, in case you are wondering. Oh, South Dakota State, perfect little eight minute uh clip here to be playing. And thank you to the Dynasty interview for that. Let's check back up on the draft here. The Lions selected uh Joshua Pascal, defensive end out of Kentucky. So now the commanders are on the clock. Um, I think that they have to take Malik Willis here. He is, Malik Willis is a player who has slid down way too far, I might add. Good God, man. CSU, I'm really glad that they have a new coaching staff because, geez, 0 1, 0-2, 0-3, 0-4, 0-5, 0-6. And I'm pretty sure this Air Force loss was the first one in like a minute. So uh, it's got to get better from here. But anyways, um, you know, the commanders, I mean, they can take Trey McBride here, but I think that they need to find a legitimate solution at quarterback uh the pick is in the bears are up next and the saints are after that the saints could maybe use trey mcbride um well anyone can use trey mcbride i'm not saying that um he's a bad fit anywhere because i mean when you can get this solid blocking ability as well as catching ability and whatnot and playmaking ability then you gotta jump for it but okay i'm a little scrambled here let's jump back to the five things you didn't no. Um, so there's the Joel Dreesen uh, thing here. Take a look at what. Oh, there's another highlight reel. Maybe we could take a look at that. Hmm. Oh, hey. Uh, minute cut up of uh, McBride blocking. Sweet. Can't wait to watch both these clips. Here in a second. And you know what? I think with all this, you know, kind of uh, circulating, being considered, and whatnot here, I'm going to drag this over here, and I'm actually going to drag this back over here. Um, shout out to the Coloradan for putting him on. Once again, I haven't seen any nicknames, guys, so go ahead and put those nicknames for Trey McBride in the uh, comment section here. And uh, let's see if we can come up with a good one, other than Trey, obviously. But, uh, you know, all of that being said, I'm going to pull out my rubric here and just kind of see where he would land on a, um, 
you know, the rubric, I will say, is not refined for this because our rubric is based off of high school talent going into the college realm here, which is one kind of jump of competition for sure. However, oh, you guys are just staring at the lower part of my face. Let's adjust that just a little bit as I sit up here. Let's go to studio. Okay, cool, cool, cool. We have that all squared away. But for trying to assess college to the NFL is a completely different thing. So just know that this translation is not going to be 100%. But, uh, you know, we break down film here at Playmaker's Corner. And uh, I'm watching film right now. So... Um, and maybe I'll talk about some of our top tight ends and see maybe who has a chance to... Uh, not match, but, you know, just uh, Trey Nick Ryden. Okay, so here is a so every major color. Oh, we are turning that down, and we are going full screen here. By the way, just a... to remind everyone what uh, the kind of rubric looks like, we have our tight end rubric based on route running slash release, blocking, speed, hands slash ball skills, footwork, run after catch slash field vision, strength. So, you know, this doesn't just apply to, you know, the blocking game, but it also applies to being able to shed tackles, route tree slash versatility, verticality slash contested catch, balance slash body control. So we grade all that on a scale of one to 10. Um, this is going to be not a direct translation. I can't stress that enough, but, uh, you know, something to at least talk about here. Let me just check back in on the draft and make sure our guy hasn't been taken. Okay, so the commanders uh, took a D-tackle, the D-tackle Mathis out of Alabama. So the next potential people to choose him, I feel like could be the Saints, maybe the Eagles here. Um, yeah, maybe the Eagles here. And then the Steelers here at pick 20. Uh, those are all ones to keep eyes on. Wouldn't be surprised if he landed with the Patriots here at 22 as well, uh, seeing as how, you know, they love tight ends who can block very, very well, as well as catch the ball um, with their kind of multiple offense that they run. The Colts here, I don't recall who's actually their tight end right now. Um, it's not, I mean, they have Jack Doyle, but he's not like super available, I guess. Tight end. No, it's Mo Alley Cox now. So, wait, who is actually a pretty solid tight end, honestly? And uh, I I don't know if they would draft Trey McBride. Um, but uh, back to the Patriots. And then maybe the Cardinals uh, take a Trey McBride because I know that they're trying to keep Kyler Murray happy. They're trying to keep him there. So if they give him another big body kind of pass catcher and one who'd be very dangerous on RPOs, you know, with the offense that... Uh, Kyler Murray is capable of running and whatnot. That would not be a bad pick either. Uh, I think that he could start on the Dallas Cowboys or eventually work himself into a starting role as well over uh, Blake. So there's all that. And Chicago Bears are still on the clock. And quit trying to get me to grade this draft pick. That is not what I'm here for. Almost forgot to... Uh, well, I did literally forget to play our stream music, but it's better than not um, unmuting yourself for like 15 minutes. So 
There's that. All right, let's check it, check it, check it, check it, check it out. All right, that's a sweet catch. Draped, just covered really hard. Excellent focus to get his hands on the ball. He has a couple of plays like that where he just makes these great grabs falling down. All right, that's his touchdown from this past year. God, those Colorado uniforms are sweet. I mean, he has really strong hands. I mean, he does a great job of just corralling in these passes, uh, kind of no matter where they are, and, um, you know, protecting the football. That was a play that we watched a little bit earlier against Vanderbilt. All right, that's a sweet catch. Oh, what a grab. Just has great focus. Even if a pass is tipped or bobbled, he does a great job of finishing the catch. Oh, sit down. Oh, sit down. Oh, sit down. Oh, my Lord. What a baller. So there's that. And then this is his blocking film as well. Uh, before we jump into that, I'll just start putting down some categories here. You know, like that strength being absurd uh, when he just bounces off of those guys. And then uh, just kind of talking about his hands here a little bit too. Oh, I have to have like an overall. No, I don't want it from there. I want it from here. So there's that. And at least one of those. So, all right, let's check out his blocking film here of a minute clip. So something that, remember the NFL scouting report said, as far as blocking goes, is that sometimes he can duck his head into contact as a run blocker and then uh, needs to work on keeping, uh, needs to keep working his feet. So just keeping him chopping uh, for positioning after contact and uh, inexperience as um, an outside zone blocker and then takes inconsistent angles in attempting to secure the lane. So when trying to create that hole for the running back, maybe not taking the best angles here. Um, but his strengths is blocks with adequate play strength and proper base width. So that's something good. Uh, takes pride in blocking and puts in the effort. Good frame, capable of helping in pass protection. Uh, so those are some things that and that uh, Lance Zerline pointed out that uh, you know maybe we'll kind of keep an eye out for as we look through his film. All right, so good base, good stance. Feet maybe get a little inactive, so no surprises there. Great block here. Oh my goodness, just completely stalls number 33 here. It looks like 33 isn't even trying because he blocks him so good. All right, gets in front of 91. Now ends up going a little sideways, but uh, you know maintains his block until the run is at least past him. This time against number one, gets a little bit help of help from a chip block here, but uh, I guess mostly does what he needs to do. All right, so we got... So it's a pass underneath. And then this poor cornerback just doesn't stand a chance. That's a pancake. Yum. We eating out here. This is against Iowa, I want to say. That left hand maybe gets a little outside, but you can live with that. That's a hard call to make as a ref. Okay, gets those hands. Kind of gets driven back a little bit here. So keeping those feet active is something that's going to help with that because it's not because of a lack of strength whatsoever here for Trey. Um, all right. Thank you to the Colorado. Now let's kind of just watch through these other highlight reels and just react live to his film. 
Uh, once again, if you haven't already, make sure to follow him on Twitter as well as on Instagram for business inquiries. M. M. Swenson, is that his agent? Yeah. Well, we'll see. You know, we're getting halfway through the second round. Now I'm just playing. But anyways, let's exit out of here. Check back in on the draft. The Bears took uh, Brisker, a safety out of Penn State. So there's that. Um, and the Saints are now on the clock. We are at pick 17 of the second round in the NFL draft. And just as a quick update in the draft before we go through Trey McBride's film here, we have the Saints, Chiefs, Eagles, Steelers, Colts, Patriots, Cardinals, Cowboys, Bills, Falcons, Vikings, Bucks, Niners, Chiefs, Bengals, and Broncos left. So uh, maybe there's still hope that he stays in town. I know that we have Big Al, but, uh, you know, It'd just be, it'd be a real cool story, you know? It'd be a real cool story, and I'm a sucker for stories. But uh, still haven't seen anything here for a nickname, so uh, whenever you guys want to uh, come up with a nickname for Trey McBride, go ahead and put it in here, and uh, as long as it is appropriate, I'll read it. But uh, I can go ahead and point this kind of back down here and go through his film just kind of starting with this first one here Trey McBride 2021 highlights and I will have my rubric open so let's check it out and uh react to it for sure oh Alabama coaches just visited Grandview that's interesting okay I have my rubric going okay let's get it okay let's start this from from the top so out of here, working out of like that bunch formation, makes a nice catch, stays on his feet, gets the first down on third and 10, situationally aware. Let's see, I think he's over here. Way to find the open pocket in the defense and stick to your route. All right, we've seen this play in the senior bowl. It's a trademark. Has excellent speed. I mean, look, he takes this, you know, this is a dump-off pass in the back backfield that's just a quick throw, get the quarterback in rhythm. And, I mean, the quarterback does, I mean, this Vanderbilt team fell for this play fake really hard. But either way, he catches this two yards behind the line of scrimmage and ends up getting a, from the line of scrimmage, 23-yard gain, it looks like, 22 or 23-yard gain. Pretty big time here. All right, this time, okay, I think he's going to be over here on the same side. Kind of gets pushed a little bit off the ball. But, I mean, this quarterback doesn't take his eyes off of him the whole time. So, you know, kind of this D-end diving for this tackle shoulder kind of trips up Trey quite a bit. He almost gets, like, spun around here off the line so you know that could kind of be dealt with in strength but i think that's more of a body balance thing and a route running slash release thing um you got to be able to get a consistent release and a stronger release than that but eventually he gets double covered and they still can't keep up with him and he's kind of stumbling this entire time um otherwise that would have been a touch but all right, catch this one here, gets up the field. 
Okay, so this time they have him split out wide, which is always cool to see. See how much of his release we can see. That looks like a great release. I mean, Hecka already on his front foot. Off to the races here. Picks up quite a bit of speed. He probably needs to sell this inside a little bit more. Because he's just looking straight up at the corner. I feel like you can already tell that he's going to go outside. And that's why he maybe runs out of sideline sooner than later. So you got to kind of look inside like you're going to sell this post here. All right. Maybe even if it's a little like hip jab step and then back out. That's something that he could do to just another weapon he can have to help this vertical get a little bit more open. Granted, in this contested catch that he does have to make, he does a phenomenal job of getting the space that he needs from the defender and makes a phenomenal catch. We've seen this catch dozens of times at this point. He thinks it's incomplete. That's funny because that foot is very in. In the NFL, that's out, but here, that's that's super in. A lot left. This is a touchdown this year. Easy, free, good good field awareness there all right rolling out left here nice catch with your hands getting upfield his acceleration honestly once he has the ball in his hands is pretty good and he can get up to speed uh fairly quickly so i'm going to you know give him a pretty decent grade here in the speed category um, this here took a little bit of a hit but Slash versatility. Put that there. Okay. I gotta focus up a little bit here on uh, the categories themselves. But let's see, is this in? Nope. Oh, we got ourselves a little tight end screen action. God, who's this against? Toledo? Oh, holy Toledo. This. Film quality is a little tough. Okay, the Saints took um, Alonzi Taylor out of uh, Tennessee. So, Trey McBride is still on the board. Please don't go to the Chiefs. Please don't go to the Chiefs. That would make me very sad. I'm going to take a little bit of a drink here. Shit. Stiff arm. Stiff arm. One more. Oh, a little bit of a hurdle. You'll love to see the stiff stiff arms are going to go in the uh, strength category, by the way. Nice catch. Three guys to take him down. I mean, there's just so many defenders around him all the time. Uh, that could have been a touchdown. That's great. Great tackle, though. All right, play action. Oh! Okay, you know what kills him here? Is that he has to... This ball needs to be delivered sooner. I know that this isn't the quarterback film breakdown, but now... Him having to turn around, he outruns the throw here. The quarterback has to throw this. 
here. He sees it so... He doesn't see it until it's actually happening versus this linebacker not turning his hips. Like right there. You gotta be throwing this ball here. I know that he's still in his drop back, but having to turn around here costs him a touchdown. Because then this safety just has complete advantage and there's two of them that can swarm to the ball here. Which they do. Ugh. Bruh. So out of this route tree, we're seeing, you know, those kind of flood concepts out of the backfield. We're seeing, you know, drags a lot. We're seeing uh, posts, some verticals. He did run a scene here and screen passes, which honestly, that's a pretty big route tree. He's very versatile. And that's honestly one of his biggest strengths in this entire process. Um, so there's that. Checking back in on the draft. Oh, the Patriots just traded up here. Maybe they like Trey McBride here, or maybe they're going to take somebody else from Chattanooga. But no big deal. I They can do what they want. All right, nice stiff arm. Need to reward this quite a bit. Let's step in the pocket. Oh my gosh, he underthrows this so hard. Excellent focus here. I mean, this defender, I mean, he loses him, but then he has to, like, full stop for this catch. And he maintains the catch despite the distract, the very obvious distraction that's here. I mean, God, he just has really good hands. But anyways, continuing on here. Thank you for anyone who's stuck through for, you know, this hour and a half stream here. I know that it's been a bit of a long one, but uh, just trying to celebrate Trey McBride here and uh, everything that he represents for Colorado football. What a contested catch. Holy crap. That's a tough catch, man. That guy was tackling him before he even had the ball. This is the 69-yard punt return, or uh, fake punt. Oh my goodness, we're getting killed by Nevada, but at least we get a score here. What a play. Apologies for my dog here for a second. I might have to shut my window here. But uh, let's go ahead and jump into these Vanderbilt highlights. They are 10 minutes long. And uh, you know, just give me one quick second here. I can start playing these for you guys while I go shut my window. Sorry, I didn't mute me shutting my window, but I can no longer risk that anymore after my debacle on Twitch just a couple weeks ago. Um, restarting this for my sake here. The Patriots selected uh, Taekwon Thornton out of uh, Baylor, the wide receiver. So, 
All right, the Eagles pick is in and the Steelers are on the clock here. We still have uh, 13 opportunities to see uh, Trey McBride go off the board here. And uh, hopefully he does it here in the second round. Uh, if not, we might just have to uh, congratulate him here on social media. But, uh, you know, this has been a Trey McBride special. and We've done everything we can to make it special. Oh, I need to let you see me again. Okay, there you go. All right, let's check it out. Uh, this one actually highlights him. You saw this play in his highlight reel. We've probably seen a couple of these plays in his highlight reel, but I think it shows everything Trey McBride. So maybe we can check out uh, some things that didn't go quite his way here. Yep, 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 yep. I know who Trey McBride is. But hey, incredible speed way to get upfield fast. Gets the block, gets the block, you know what I mean. But uh, definitely needs to get those feet moving. Gets swam moved there a little bit. I know that it's after the run is past him, but that's what happens when your head is down, just like Lance was talking about. His head was down, and that makes the swim move super easy here. You saw this play kind of struggles getting off the ball but eventually makes play and then kind of is stumbling for a super long time. Um, Stay on your feet, soldier. Uh, he runs after the catch quite a bit here. This is a block. It doesn't really end up mattering here. Um, but he gets a little high and his shoulders and stuff gets a little twisted around. Gets a little still here once again. Oh. Feet just get still. His footwork is definitely something that you can spot pretty easily as a run blocker. He does a great job of getting his hands on his guy, don't get me wrong. But uh, just get those feet way more active. Probably tire drills and whatnot could help out with that. Ladders and stuff. A little bit more active there and is able to stay with his guy. Uh, just didn't really have a chance there. They keyed up on that one. Bro acting like he made a big play. That's cool, even though it took two of you to bring him down. But uh, Anyways, <laughs> yeah, there's nothing to do here. He even tried to chip that guy to give his quarterback a little bit more time, but there was simply no time. Now's no time to mourn. Now's no time at all. <laughs> all right. This is one of his better blocks until he ends up not switching. Maybe he didn't get the right guy there. Alright. I want to rewatch this play because this looks like a really important block. Oh, where's my mouse? Okay. So this is the previous one where he ends up kind of just 
watching his guy get tackled here. It's okay, his linemen are doing it too. That is the game's that that's the run ceiling block right there. Excellent play. That was me trying to type on my rubric. all seen this play you've seen it once you've seen it twice you've seen it a thousand times it's still good no matter how you chop it up what a catch great hands great ball skills overall honestly all right here he is working out of the slot Blade release. Ooh. Gets locked up there a little bit. He liked his matchup, but the quarterback did not. I don't blame him. I don't think he was super open. One-on-one -on -one coverage. Not the best fade route I've ever seen. Also, gonna play this while I blow my nose. Sorry. <laughs> Y'all don't need to see that. Okay, we're back here. Um, let's go ahead and exit out of that. We watched this one. This was his promo video. So we still have this, the highlights and interview. That'll probably be the last one that we watch. And uh, hopefully our guy will be off the board by then. Let's check and see the Eagles tug, the Eagles tug. Uh, Cam Jurgens, a center out of Nebraska. The Steelers pick is in. Hopefully this will be it here. And, uh, you know, we'll be able to kind of talk through uh, my inconsistent rubric here a little bit. Uh, having to adjust for college to pro is a tough thing to consider. And this dealers took George Pickens, wide receiver out of Georgia. Uh, the Pickett to Pickens connection is what they're going for now. Oh my gosh, the Colts pick is already in. Incredible. Um, so the Colts pick is in. So we will... Go ahead and continue to watch uh, Trey McBride highlights. This is from his sophomore year, but it is still something worth considering. All right, this is during the Rocky Mountain Showdown. I want to say this was the last time it happened, but I'm not entirely positive. Nice spatial awareness. I love that for 
um, his field vision here. Boomer Sooner. Mexico here. Just his hands are such a asset to him here. Trying to I'm trying to grade this on an NFL ready scale here. Um, so this this is going to be harsher than a high school and especially middle school football breakdown. But what athleticism here to make a play after catching the ball. Pretty decent route as well. That there. Nice, good touchdown here. All right. So wait, let's check this out from the top. So he is in pass coverage first. He is a des a designated pass cover or pass blocker, I should say. Pushes his guy. Looks like there's a little bit of a miscommunication here. Cause Air Force, I mean, they only bring three here. And he pushes his guy, but then his running back doesn't pick it up. So I'm not sure if that was supposed to be him, but he got a hand on him at least, and then leaks out here and makes this not nice football IQ play and gets upfield. And I believe that was for a first down, not positive. All right, that is a very contested catch to be making. His contested catch ability combined with his hands is what makes him an, a very savory prospect from the tight end position. The Colts took Alec Pierce as a, out of Cincinnati, by the way. So, 22nd pick for the Chiefs is in. And let's continue watching Trey here. Nice catch against Wyoming, a school that offered him. That stings. Gosh, his contested catch ability is insane. But I can't really rate this any higher, to be 100% honest, because of things that are missing. No. Sometimes he lets it get in a little close to his body, which I'm not a huge fan of. But with what he's able to do with the ball following that, I'm not super concerned about it. Um, just got to be ready for that next level velocity. And maybe that'll be something that he'll adjust to uh, with his quarterbacks and whatnot. Nice stiff arm. Way to stay on your feet and get upfield and score that touchdown. What a catch. Oh, my Lord. Okay, I have to give him just a little bit. Just a little. 
cool. And now we get the dramatic stuff. And what is this? Please like and subscribe. Thank you, Striker Sports. All right, so this is versus South Dakota State. These are all the highlights. Probably get some more blocking film in here. Jumping back to the draft, making sure that we haven't missed out on him. Um, but it has been an absolute pleasure to just talk about his game and who he is as a person and go through his entire story. And, you know, this means a lot for Colorado football for him to just be in this high of regard. And, you know, I think that teams reaching on tight ends in the past has kind of caused, you know, this slide a little bit. Um, I think of like Eric Ebron's pick very specifically for like the Lions a few years ago. But, um, you know, Trey McBride, he's going to be a great talent on the NFL level. And we'll talk about his grade here uh, in a second as I start to wrap this up. But let's go ahead and watch this South Dakota State film here. Uh, courtesy of the Dynasty interview. All right, little player profile here. Massive game against Nevada. All right, so we got a run play here. Let's find him first. So here he is right here. Kind of lets this guy work a little too inside, but maybe the run should be passed by this point. Um, let's see, is this, I think this is him right here. So we got like a two tight end set. That gets down. Uh, nice release. Okay, let's look at this again. I know that he doesn't get the target. But remember earlier when we were watching this film. I mean, this would only have been a week ago in like this time. But against, you know, this initial rush, he, has a, he gets bumped off the line really hard. But he shows ability to adapt quick as he takes like a jump outside to get out of the way, both of, you know, this rusher and for his tackle a little bit here to get a quick release here. And then this is a pretty quick cut here. And honestly, I don't think I would mind a throw to the outside here as opposed to this throw in double coverage that lands on the turf. Um... So here he is at the bottom of our screen here. Um, stance looks pretty squatted, but maybe he gets a good explosion out of it. Okay, nice little stutter step here. Oh, hit that throw. Got him beat. All right, we're back here a little bit. So here he is. We got like a bunch kind of formation here. He's at the top of it. Fakes a block. Digs into the ground for the catch. I think that's a catch. I don't know how it was ruled, but it looked like a catch. Um, on this play, I think this is him right over here. CSU with the most interesting formations on the collegiate level. Looked like a fine release to me. Uh, this should be him right here. 
kind of sells block. Dude, what is this quarterback doing? This is insane. I think this is him working out of the slot, which is interesting. Nice catch. That's a sweet route. Wait, you're kidding, right? Where? Oh, it's because it was a pick play. But you have to actually look like you're running a route and not just hit somebody. That's a good call. But I mean, he did everything he needed to. Oh, let's take a look at this. This is an interesting one. So we have him here at the end of the line of scrimmage here. He's, he has to do a scoop block on this guy, it looks like. So he takes a good sidestep and gets an initial punch. Maybe it looks like he overdoes it a little bit, but it looks like he has him right where he wants him. Yeah, that's an awesome block. I like to see it. We got another block. Doesn't, I mean, that entire line just got pushed back on this one. Play action, release. With open guy, he was open as well, so no big deal. You can't throw it to some nice swim to get out of there. It this ends in a sack, but in no fault of his own. Whoa, I have no idea where he is on this one. Maybe he's over here. Yep. Ooh, it's a little top heavy. It looks like um, I can't tell if this is him. I think this is him right here. Okay, shovel pass. You love to see stuff like that. That's a big time versatility thing. I'm gonna put this down to like here or even here or even like here. Yeah, I think that's where I'm going to land here. Oh my gosh, Trey McBride has been selected by the Arizona Cardinals. Trey McBride has been selected by the Arizona Cardinals. Ladies and gentlemen, congratulations. God damn it, Zach! Oh, uh, my one of our good buddies of the podcast, uh, Zach Klein, is an Arizona Cardinals fan. I kind of talked about them potentially getting him as another weapon to keep Kyler Murray in town, and he has been selected by the Arizona Cardinals. I'm gonna text Zach live on stream. I'm gonna text Zach live on stream. Uh, let's go, Simon and uh, Zach. Congrats on McBride. That's a that's a good pick. Because he's going to be phenomenal for them in that RPO game, blocking, and then also being able to release into pass releases. Um, let's check it out. Let's see the... Oh my goodness. Bring it over. Bring it over. Bring it over. Full screen it. Check it out. Check it, check it, check it, check it, check it out. This is, this is a really good draft pick. Um, McBride, ultra productive pass catcher with excellent hand-eye coordination, a tough hard-nosed playmaker, runs through arm tackles in the open field to turn short passes into big gains. That is literally true for, um, for Trey McBride. So they've picked up basically two pass catchers this draft between trading for Hollywood Brown, as well as drafting Trey McBride with their first pick in this year's draft. This is, this is a great pick here. Oh my goodness, Multiverse of Madness, please leave me alone. <laughs> what a pick. 
Congratulations, Trey McBride from Fort Morgan down to Arizona. He doesn't even have to move that far, um, which is cool. Um, and uh, you know that you can also kind of not in Phoenix specifically, but uh, you know there is small-ish towns in in Arizona. So congratulations, Trey McBride, the Arizona Cardinal. Let's see if there's a live video. Live video, Trey McBride drafted for favor oh hey here it is oh that's like doing something there that's an ad let's let's watch the pick here no views i think i like this i don't know uh this is under fair use i guess i don't know what the heck that means McBride. The better offenses in the SEC in Tulane, as we saw give Oklahoma. This is just playing highlights of his, which we've been doing for like two hours. Okay. Cool. Um. <laughs> Let's see. Okay, so so uh, we're ahead of everyone else. But Trey McBride is now a player for the Arizona Cardinals here. Um, huge congratulations to the Cardinals for getting such a good player here. Um, McBride's new home, Arizona. And you know what? Let's go ahead and tweet at him. Whoa. Reload this. What's going on? They're still streaming, right? I mean, that's what I got here on my OBS, but uh, trying to watch the stream on my own. Okay, here we go. We are all sorted out. Um, that was really weird that that happened that way. But anyways, tweet at McBetray, um, or actually at Arizona Cardinals. Congratulations on picking up um, homegrown... Colorado talent. I'm picking homegrown Colorado talent from at CSU. Oh, at symbol CSU. Put ball. And congrats to at McBee Trey on on being the first tight end off the board. You are proof, hard work, and uh, you are proof, hard work pays off, and school size slash background doesn't matter if you can ball. Hashtag NFL. Hashtag NFL draft. With the little icon. Hashtag playmakers. Cool. Tweet. Tweet was sent. Cool beans. 
once again, give the guy a follow on Twitter. Give the guy a follow on Instagram. Let's go ahead and look at the type of guy that Arizona will be getting here. Them all rolled into one special offensive weapon. Simply put, there has not been any more. Trey McBride, Colorado State Rams highlights and interviews. This video is brought to us by Gain Mo Money on YouTube. Posted on April 14th, 2022. Become a bigger, bigger thing around the uh, around the country. Well, it will be if you continue to put up numbers like so you're a little up. off, but I assume that's for copyright purposes. For the 2021 season, you rank number one in the country amongst tight ends with 7.9 receptions and 91 yards receiving per game. Your 55 receptions so far this season already establishes a new career high, and you have at least five games remaining. How satisfying has it been to be so productive in this offense this season? It's been, you know, uh, moving me around, getting me, uh, putting me in great position to, to make plays and, and catch the ball. And, you know, when the play comes to me, I want to I wanna be able to make that play. And, and the coaches have done a great job of, of moving me around and, and ensuring that I get the ball. Uh, you've got it a lot. Wow, look at that. Yard Just too big. Too big. Of 13 catches in a game. Never. That was against Nevada. So far this season. Uh, you consider going to the NFL after last season, but you decided to come back to Fort Collins to play college football once again. What did you think you needed to work on, and how close have you come to achieving those goals? You know, I wanted to come back. Um, last year was different with COVID. You know, we only played four games, and it was, it was just something I, I wasn't ready to leave yet. There were some things here at CSU that I haven't done that I wanted to accomplish, like winning a Mountain West championship, like you know, winning the Mackey, things like that, things that I wanted to do here at CSU that I haven't done yet, and ultimately just become an overall better player. Which he did. Um, and that's what I came back. I wanted to be more fundamentally sound. I wanted to be better on at the little things, and, and that's why I came back. I wanted it one more year under Coach Adazio and, and his staff, and, and ultimately I wasn't ready to leave yet, and I came back, and, and I haven't looked back since. Well, you're doing a tremendous job, and I think the most important and most impressive part of I your no game, you're doing this, uh, reaching these numbers and making an impact in a traditional sense when it comes to a tight end, your hand in the ground and that in is true, line, but it doesn't mean that he can't split out further amongst the wide receivers. In fact, more than 81% of your snaps have come with a hand in the ground start. How important is it to you to be a complete tight end as a blocker and a pass catcher? Yeah, you know, I think tight end's one of those unique positions where you kind of get to do everything. You you put your hand in the ground, you get a block, you're, you know, in the trenches, you're getting dirty with all those guys, and then you also get to go out and catch some balls. So I love it, and, uh, you know, I think that's what's unique about being a tight end is I think you, you should be able to block. You should put your hand in the ground. That's what a tight end does. They, they got to get in there. They got to block. But at the end of the day, you know, uh, I, I've been fortunate enough to be able to move around and, and get open from my hand in the ground, and, and it's been working out really well for us. So, I'm, you know, I love playing the, the position tight end, and, you know, I think being a tight end is putting your hand in the ground and, and, and blocking. That's, that's the main, you know, one of the main parts of being a tight end. Well, NFL scouts have certainly taken notice. They're coming to watch you on a weekly basis. Todd McShay <laughs> has you at the top tight end on his board. Which is exactly what happened. Let's go. Oh, my gosh. I wish that I could start like uh, that kid who does the streams and does like a rave. <laughs> Whenever he, he, something good happens, I should have thrown a mini rave. But I am not technically sound like that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm very honored and, and humbled. Um, 
but at the end of the day, there's still some things that I, I, I still want to I still want to do and, and things that I'm not, you know, so this was like to where I want to be yet. So there's still a lot like. of things that I can improve on and become a better but, uh, player. And that's what I'm if you haven't go ahead and watch, so you, great you know, size, highlights and stuff from him. And uh, you'll be able to find this on YouTube as well. If you weren't able to catch it on Twitch and you want to watch these highlights with me and watch the screen that I'm looking at, this will be on YouTube. But, you know, we've seen a lot of this. We've talked about a lot of this. So I'm going to go ahead and just kind of talk about Trey McBride. I have him as an NFL prospect rated at basically a 70 uh, with his highest categories being uh, hand slash ball skills at a 9 out of 10. I think that he does a great job of keeping track of the ball, even through traffic. And with that being said, you know, his uh, verticality slash contested catch, this is at an 8.8, mainly from verticality, or mainly from contested catch, I should say. I haven't really seen him moss too many people throughout the highlight film from his CSU. Not to say that he can't, but it's just something that I haven't really seen. So, you know, but his contested catch ability alone warrants, you know, like an 88% out of 100 so, you know, both of those things are good. Route tree slash versatility, he earned an 8.4 here because he lines up in the slot, he lines up outside, he lines up with his hand in the dirt, he lines up in the backfield, he lines up at, like, you know, an H-back position. He can line up anywhere, and he can do anything from those positions that you ask him to. He runs a pretty expansive route tree. It's not the biggest route tree, so that's why it lands at 8.4. Didn't see a lot of double moves, didn't see, you know, like a chair route or anything like that. Didn't see, you know, like... Uh, big time comeback routes, like 15 or 20 yard comeback routes. So I think that his route tree can be expanded just a little bit here. Also, if you think his verticality is going to be a problem, I mean, that's pretty up there, right? So there's that. But uh, anyways, continuing on on things that he does well, uh, here in like the sevens range, I have his uh, run after catch slash field vision rated out of seven. I think he has good field vision and that he can you know, make plays catching the ball, but he didn't necessarily get a lot of opportunities or doesn't necessarily have the speed, I don't think, in-game to turn some of these screens into much bigger plays. Uh, strength here, I've rated at a 7.7. .7. Um, he does get kind of tossed to the ground from time to time, but I think that's more of a lack of balance or body control. Um, so, then, speaking of, uh, just some areas of improvement. His speed, I have rated at, like, a 6.8. I think it's solid. Uh, it's not world-breaking or anything like that. He allegedly ran around like a four, five, three to four, six something uh, at his pro day, which, you know, you kind of have to, you have to know how you want to read into that. Uh, pro days aren't like official times like the combine is or anything like that. So, you know, and his in-game speed, it's, it's solid. Uh, it could be faster, but it's not necessarily a weakness, but uh some areas of improvement, I definitely think that his footwork, I have it rated at 4.8, which is, you know, um, in, I'm looking at 4 as like a, a C rating, basically, even though like a 7 out of 10 is a C rating. Uh, 4, I have it rated in the high 4s because he does have a good base and he does have good technique, but he needs to get his feet moving in the blocking game. And uh, that kind of feeds into his balance slash body control. When he's running with the football, he can do a pretty good job of staying up. But when it comes to blocking, I have his balance slash body control rated at a 5.4. Uh, just because, you know, he can get tossed or twisted uh, in the block game and get taken advantage of. His route running slash release, I have it rated at a 5.2 here, uh, simply because he can have good releases. I just want to see more consistent releases, and I want to see more outside and see kind of how he can handle press and stuff like that. Uh, especially, you know, if they line him out wide and he gets matched up against, you know, like a Jalen Ramsey, who's a very physical cornerback, I'm not necessarily sure how that's going to shake out. 
but you know he does show the ability to change up his release but i think that will expand with time and then last but not least his blocking i have it rated at a 6.8 here i think that he needs to fix the head down issue uh pretty drastically and there are some fundamental things that he can change as well as his footwork but he gets his hands in the right place a lot of the time He's able to cut off his defenders a lot of the time. He can do scoop blocks, which is honestly huge, uh, especially when dealing with you know pass or dealing with pass rush, or you know with a quarterback like Kyler Murray who can run so much. Then being able to kind of chip and release is kind of big time, and he shows great IQ when blocking in those situations. So you know, dial those all up. It's literally at a sixty-nine point nine. I think that NFL had rate him at a had him rated at like a six point three one. I'm assuming that's out of ten. So if you put mine out of ten, it's at a six point nine nine. So borderline seven. Uh, I think that he could be a day one starter for this Arizona Cardinals squad. Um, let me just double check Cardinals tight ends. I used to remember like every roster all the time, but uh, let's check out their depth chart here. Right, they traded for Zach Ertz, but, uh, you know, he is getting a little bit old. Um, and, I mean, Trey McBride is just... That's honestly not a bad comparison, I don't think, is to Zach Ertz because of their blocking ability and whatnot, and uh, maybe not being the fastest. I think that Austin Hooper, for that pro comparison to Trey, is a little bit faster than Trey. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see how it all shakes out. But uh, congratulations to the Fort Morgan guy here for uh Colorado and uh, you know he'll be the first of many uh, day two picks I think as the nation starts to realize just how talented Colorado is but uh give him a follow and then after you give him a follow go ahead and look up Playmakers Corner here on Twitter we're actually at Playmaker Corner go ahead and give us a follow so you can get announcements for all of our streams and our episodes as well as you know just like flag football stuff like that this was our announcement for his episode today and then you know we also released episode 155 uh girls flag football we're in the thick of it you know talking about uh some of these girls who are going to be playing on the next level on the nai level where we've also been covering uh women's flag football on the nai level talking about scores and recaps and conference predictions tournament stuff all of that good stuff uh you can get announcements for all of that on our twitter or you can get announcements for all of that on Instagram at Playmakers Corner here. This is our announcement for this today. Let's see, what was the comment? Uh, promote it. Um, bro, quit spamming us. But anyways, uh, then you have you know our Girls Flag Football episode that came out earlier today. Go ahead and give that a listen uh, because girls and women's flag football are the future of flag football. We got TikToks talking about old episodes. You know, this was our Women's Flag Football recap. But we also do streams. You know, I did a Benjamin Noblet and Andrew Heidel stream not that long ago. So just stay tuned for all of that content. You can also find us on Twitch. I'm going to be super meta here because I already have it open in one window. But uh, anyways, follow us on Twitch and uh, help us get to Twitch affiliates. We are also on Facebook at Playmakers Corner. It's pretty straightforward most of the time so there's that um where we post our episodes and uh you know get that interaction that way we are also on youtube i'm going to i'm like kind of on youtube already but i kind of stopped playing stuff for a second
But, uh, you know, we're on YouTube. Go ahead and check out our channel uh, where we post, you know, episodes and streams and everything in betweens um, for, uh, for content. So go ahead and take a look at all of those. And then we are also on TikTok. Here we go. Where we like to post recaps of, you know, uh, players that we've broken down on episodes. Uh, you know, we did a big high school season in review that was pretty awesome and uh, fun to look through. We talk about Fort Morgan on the 3A one because they were the state champions. And uh, that is Trey McBride's alma mater. So go ahead and check that out. And uh, yeah, go ahead and follow us on all those. And, you know, if you listen to us on podcasts, you're probably listening on Spotify podcasts, Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, or Anchor uh, make sure to like or follow us on those so you get notifications whenever we do post new episodes. And with all of that being said, we appreciate all of your support as we continue to hit uh, record numbers. You know, breaking over 4,000 on TikTok was a big deal for us. Uh, go ahead and keep following us everywhere so that you get notifications no matter which way you look and keep up with all of our content. I've been your host, host, host for this Twitch stream. Uh, as we've gone up and down in emotions, probably like Trey did during the draft process. And uh, once again, uh, thank you so much for rocking with us. And uh, go Trey McBride. Not go Cardinals, but go Trey McBride. Peace.